What's up, everybody? It is I, Sigma, and we are back with episode 28 of the BBET Gamescast. I'm joined by Superman Jeff. What's going on, people? As well as Blue Bones. It's your boy. What's going on, fams? And as we do every week, we're going to start with uh, what we've been playing. Um, anybody want to go first? I can if you guys need some time to get your thoughts together. I actually have a beta to talk about this time. Mm. So I'm out it. All right, go ahead. I'll go. So, um, what's going on, everybody? This week, I played Cart Rider Drift, mm. and um, this is a beta that just dropped. It's a new, not a new game. It's a reboot of an old game from Nexon. Um, they've done a lot of MMOs. Actually, one of my first MMOs that I got really hooked into it was called Mabinogi. Was done by Nexon. Mabinogi. Yeah, Mabinogi. It, All it's, about the Mabinogi. Yeah. Do you know what that it's is? Actually... I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's all right. Um, it's, Wait, it's really... next time they they also do uh, what what is that? Maple Story. Maple Story. That's correct. Yeah. Okay, because that uh, yeah that was like big, like years and years ago. I don't know if people still play. Oh it. yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. There was a Maple Story two that dropped, and then um, did they also do all... like that Dungeon Fighter online, or is that somebody yep. else? Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's them. Same people. So their racing game was Kart Rider, and um, it didn't do too hot when it first came out. Mm. Um, either that or just people just dropped off real quick. But I, when I saw the email or I saw like an ad that it was going on Xbox, I was like, bro, let me check this out again because um, I remember enjoying it initially. So I uh, got into the beta, downloaded it, played it. Um, it is a clean game. I love the music. And um, I feel like it's Xbox's Mario Kart. Honestly, you can customize your character. Not fully. Like, they have preset characters, and then you change up the skins of them, right? Okay. But then there's a whole bunch of different kart options, and the kart options actually change your stats similar to Mario Kart, you know? Um, traction, handling, speed, top speed, um, different things like that. Is it and purely racing, or does it... Does it do what Mario Kart does, where there's like items and traps and things like that? Both. You have the options to do just. Oh, you can time turn it crowd. off. Yeah, yeah, you can turn it off. I don't think you it's can do nice. that in Mario Kart, can you? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I, can. I don't think so. Yeah, and you can have your own custom lobbies and stuff like that. It's just, it's a lot of fun. It's just good stuff. So um, that is expected to release on Game Pass um, and free for everybody to play and. It's cross-platform. This morning when I was playing it, I was playing against some guys on um, on a computer, and I wasn't completely outclassed. I came in third a couple times against these guys. Yeah, I don't um, think a mouse and keyboard would help with a racing game. Not necessarily so racing, much. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First-person shooter, yeah, y'all y'all got me. But um, no, not not with this racing game. So that was a lot of fun this week, and um, you know, just keeping up my usual haunts. So oh. Since the last time we've been on the podcast, I got Pokemon Shield. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been, you know, playing with the guys. This, mostly Jeff and um, some of the other folks from... Um, you'll actually see them on Super Smash Sundays. But, uh, yo, this game is fun. I am thoroughly enjoying it. it it's... I... We ended up getting a, a new TV from Black Friday that just came in. And I'm playing this on the big screen now. I'm just nice. chilling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man, it's wonderful. And just being able to lay back in, exactly just play something that you're engaged in is and take your time. I haven't had that experience in a while, so it's a nice exactly. pace. 
And uh, we'll talk about more of the Pokemon later, but uh, I'm loving it. I like... I like um, how interactive it is. And what I mean by interactive, I should say um, I get to see everyone else who's playing. I can see the stuff that they're doing. I get to engage in the raids. I get to engage in um, – I, I love the league cards. So it's kind of like your, your, your trading card, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or your business card. I love them for some reason. I'd be swapping with everybody just trying to see what everyone comes up <laughs> you with. You league card, jump off, ain't you? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lead card. It's a lead card. I'm like Oprah out here with the lead cards, bro. But um, I think it's really creative. It was a cool part of it. Now, the, my only thing is that I wish, and I, I think I talked to you about this, um, Sigma. I wish they had different <laughs> pants options because they all skinny jeans. They are all skinny jeans. They wore in in, uh, in the pokey regions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's based on the UK, and it seems like they are they are kind of looking at UK fashion. So yeah, You're some not of that stuff. Tell me. You're not going to tell me that now one person got some <laughs> regular fitting. I'm not even talking about baggy clothes. Just regular yeah, just, fitting clothes. Just clean fit. Clean yeah, I don't fit. know. I don't know. There's yeah, a style I, out there. Ash's pants weren't tight. I don't remember his pants being like skinny jeans. <laughs> Ash. Mr. Ash. Ash isn't from the Galar region. It's from Kanto. I mean, every region had pants like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hasn't gone to Galar yet, so we don't know. He's gonna. Yeah. That's the, that's what the we'll, new show is. Is he's going to yeah. Galar region? We'll see, we'll see what he, what kind of pants he's wearing. <laughs> Ash is not it's, from there, so he can wear what he wants. He brought his clothes <laughs> from home. I'm not from there either. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, that's that's my only complaint. But I'm not even finished with the game, so I don't know everything that the game has to offer. Um, so I'm I'm taking my time through it, and um, I was talking to this um, one of our other players who. He just got the game two days two days ago, I think it was, and he was asking me like about the pacing, you know, and he's like, you know, how far are you in? And I was like, you know, what? I don't feel like I'm that far yet. There's supposed to be eight badges plus, you know, regular end game stuff, and um, I started counting. I'm like, oh man, I'm like five badges in. Oh my gosh, Damn. you know, but I it didn't even feel like it. I was no, just, it don't, it just, it just flows. It really flows, and I love the open world aspect of it. When you're going in between some of the major cities, and you could just you can see other people around. They don't necessarily interact with you, but you can see them. And you're going around, you're picking up raids, you're picking up all these wild Pokemon, and it really feels like how the Pokemon, how I would expect an MMO for Pokemon, where you actually see the Pokemon going around and going through the um, through the tall grass, and um, actually. The big ones and the, the the more powerful ones are out in the open, kind of like just puffing out <laughs> their chest, challenging folks. You know what I'm saying? So I thought I think that aspect is really cool. I just there's a a couple hours where I was just running through that area, and just I, the first couple, I think it was the first or second night I got it. Me and Jeff were just doing raids back to back to back to back to back, and um. You get a lot of really good rewards from that. So I was overpowered for a while, cool. but I do like how they kind of keep you back down to earth. Where, yeah, your Pokemon might be powerful, but you're not catching anything new until you get the badges. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I got a level. Well, I had a level like 40 Pokemon, and I could only catch up to like level 20. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it was like you got to do this the right way if you want to build a team, team, True. team. Yeah, so I, I, I like the game so far. Um, I'm enjoy- it's very cinematic, um, and just, just the whole drama of it. Uh, yeah, 
that's that's about it for me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 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 oh. I downloaded a new mobile game, and it's called Crush Crush 'Em All. Um, it's one of that those idle. Like what you don't want to do to your Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't crush them all. Yeah, no, that's actually funny. It's super close to catch them all. Um, this is one of those idle um, quest games where you build a team and they're just fighting through levels, and you have to upgrade them and upgrade your resources to upgrade them more. You know, different currencies and blah blah blah. Um, it's not bad yet. It's, like a... it's not bad yet. I just started it. It's one of those passive RPGs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can also, like, you know, you have things that you can do in real time, too, like some of their specials to help out with the boss fights and stuff. But um, I'm not mad at it yet. You know, sometimes mobile games take a while to hit that wall, and you just can't do anything unless you spend in, like, years on it so or money. Um, so, so far, so good. Crush Em All is uh, taking my time right now, and Hearthstone as well. Uh, but that's about it. That's it for me. Uh, I'll go next. I really haven't been able to play a ton because I've been uh, really just grinding out this uh, game called Phoenix Point. Uh, It's the next game I'm reviewing. The review's not out yet, but the game already is. It released on the 3rd. So there's no embargo that is kind of blocking me from talking about it. Got you. But if you're familiar with the XCOM series... Yeah, you were talking this is, about this. Yeah, this is made by the guy who made the original XCOM, like the old PC XCOM. Mm-hmm. Like Firaxis, the people who make, um, what is it, Civilization? Oh, They're the ones uh, who made the reboot. Okay. The one that okay. was on 360 and the second one that was on, I think, Xbox One and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Or at least they re-released it on it or something. But yeah, those... That's kind of the modern XCOM, and that's what a lot of games have been copying. Phoenix Point is the original creator, basically copying the reboot and then making his own version. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I was like, he took a lot of inspiration from the new version of his own game and then made another <laughs> game. <laughs> so, that's pretty cool. I mean, In yeah. a way, that's like super flattering. Yeah, because because uh, with that being said, like it's a very good version of that game like it's it is XCOM in every sense of the word other than the name you know like yeah it's a different premise like you're not it's not an alien invasion but it's like an alien like virus that's released from the planet that is turning people into like monstrous creatures so you're still fighting you know weird creatures and like it gets really really deep in its lore like at first I was thinking like the story's kind of throw away like just a excuse to kind of fight weird creatures but they're very, very detailed. Like, anytime you read about, uh, like, the enemies or the enemy's abilities or their weapons or, like, the history of the world, like, they have pages and pages of text that's actually interesting. It's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's dope that that's how that works or whatever. Like, mm. remember, like, the, what is it, the codex in Mass Effect? Like, how you just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, it's actually interesting sci-fi info in there. So okay. I'm really getting into that. Um in XCOM, you would have to kind of appease different countries of the world because they give you money to basically run your operations, you know? Right, okay. Um, in this, that's gone. Essentially, the world broke down, and then, like, these factions rose up in their place. So, like, they're all based around certain ideologies, and they're kind of opposed to one another. But so you they're all still one. fighting the common enemy, which is this virus, you know? Okay. But it's cool because... Your your group, the Phoenix Point, 
can talk to the different groups and like you can align with them or you can be at odds with them based on what they feel like they'll ask you questions you'll have like multiple choice things to be like oh what do you think about these people who want to start incorporating the dna of these creatures into like the soldiers or whatever or these people who want to keep it purist or whatever and you can weigh in and they'll yeah. take that into consideration and if the person you're talking to is of one of those things then the group in general will become more endeared to you you know Okay, but then okay. you siding with that group will then make another group be like, oh, they like those guys who are doing that mm-hmm. thing. We don't like or... none of that, so they're they're on our radar now as enemies. <clears throat> Dang! And it's like the closer you get with certain factions, like you can start to get some of their um, people. Like you'll get technology from them that you can use on your team and stuff. You'll get um, people. You'll get equipment. Uh, eventually, you'll even just get access to the tech trees where you can just build whatever they have, which is like wow. super useful and it doesn't lock you out from the people who you don't like. So, like, if you're beefing with these other guys, you can literally go and just raid their faction. So you can, like, steal planes from them. You can steal equipment. What? It's it's really interesting and dynamic, and, like, the way things kind of just ebb and flow, because eventually all three factions were, like, in communications with me. And, like, even though I was cool with one, for the sake of a different one, like, I went and raided them. And so it didn't break down a relationship because it makes sense because it's like the end of the world. Like they're of the same faction, but they're not all in direct communication with one another. So it's like mm-hmm. they don't they didn't necessarily know that I did this thing over there. But word got to them eventually. So like of course it was like, oh, these guys, I don't know if I can trust them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He so, out here stealing boxes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's it's a lot of fun and the the actual gameplay they do one big change that I really think was like a really good call is, you know how um, in XCOM, uh, they give you like the percentage of your shot when you're like in cover, if the enemy's out of cover, blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. They do away with the number and give you an actual reticle. So you can zoom in in first person. It looks like the VAT system from Fallout. And you can see how much of your reticle the enemy is inside of. Like if your reticle is really big, that means like, the bullet spray is going to be in that area. So if some of that reticle is outside of where the enemy is standing, then there's a higher chance you'll miss. So, but it also works the same where if your reticle is really small, it's entire, it's inside the entirety of that enemy. So you're not going to miss any shots, but if the enemy is partially behind cover, you can see your reticle is partially covered by cover. So it just makes more sense in your head as to why you could possibly miss the shot versus the thing saying, Oh, it's a 98% shot, but then you still miss. And it's like, you just get frustrated. Um, and it also lets you, just like the VAT system, target body parts. Oh, okay. So, like, how of, effective is that when it comes to combat? There, Are you like going off someone's legs? Yeah, and they can't move. Yes, like they okay. they make it matter. So it's not like okay, I hit the arm and it does certain damage. It's like certain enemy abilities are tied to body parts. So like this alien can like control you with their mind. Like they can take over your soldier. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. shoot them in the head and disable their head, then they no longer have that ability, which is like a godsend because <laughs> losing control of your soldiers is like one of the worst things you can have happen to you in gotcha. those kind of games. But like the same thing goes for like the guns they're holding. You can target the weapon. And if like there's a sniper somewhere or a guy who has like a rocket launcher and you don't want to yeah. deal with that first and foremost, they're like heavily armored. You won't kill them in one turn. You can focus yeah. fire their weapon so you can at least make them less of a threat in that regard. So, like, okay. it really adds a lot of strategy to the already very strategic gameplay of, like, an XCOM-like. So, my question is, is it 
in the same vein of traditional XCOM where you lose your character and it's donezo. Yeah, permadeath oh. is there. Permadeath. They oh, don't, they don't make it a big deal. Like, uh, I believe the previous games would give you the option where they would control the saves for you. So, like, you get you open a mission or something, and then they'll save, and you can't do anything unless you save yourself, and then they, they rewrite the same save. They don't do anything like that here. So, if you do lose a guy, you can just restart that same mission from the beginning, which could be lengthy. Okay. Or you yeah. could save scum and just like save before every move to make sure that you don't lose the guy. So it's really up to you how much time you want to invest in keeping certain people. Because I'm, I'm guilty of doing that where, oh, know. this person, like this is one of my favorite characters. Like I named him, I gave him yeah. uh, the cool outfit and all the best guns or whatever, and they just got murdered. So it's like, I need to figure out a way to save this person. Like, save him. It took me, I want to <laughs> say, three hours to save a particular character. Because oh, man. they were in such a precarious situation, I had to use the entire team and like all sorts of abilities to get that one person out of harm's way. Because no matter what I did, he kept dying. So that's crazy. It's a lot of fun. Um, I hate that. It's, it can get pretty difficult, and I will say the pacing is a little rough. It takes pretty long to kind of get going. You know what I mean? Like when you're in the full swing of things. You'll do a lot before you actually start seeing certain upgrades come, before you start seeing certain story beats hit. So, like, it is a time investment, but it's a lot of fun, like, overall. Like, I, I really am enjoying it, and I think it's a, a really good XCOM game, even though it's not an XCOM game. <laughs> Phoenix Point is the name of the game. Okay. All right. But that's pretty much that it for good. what I've been playing. How about Ooh, you, yeah. Jeff? <laughs> um, I haven't really played much besides uh, Pokemon. Played some Pokemon. Um, been doing some breeding to uh, pass down some 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 better uh, EVs and I mean some IVs. So that's like your stats. <laughs> so like where you you know there'll be colored stats, which means those are like uh, pretty uh, much called black, by the way, or African American. We don't <laughs> what. <laughs> 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 are like, use that word passing no down from uh, parents to uh, to um, to the offspring. So it's me trying to breed uh, stronger eggs. So like I already had a team that I was pretty comfortable with. So all I did was breed stronger versions of each one. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you have no emotional attachment to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't name them. <laughs> I name every single one that I care about, <laughs> and yeah, I couldn't I think. I can't even think of stupid ghost called Bones. I'm like, what? That ain't his name. Like, what's going on? Yo. That makes me sad. Like, you're like, okay, we got a good team. Let's, um... Let's stick it up a bit. Let's get better versions of them. Let's genetically alter your child and have (laughs) them replace you. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's still my team. But uh, I'm I'm making sure, you know, I breed the ones with the stronger, you know, um, EVs. and, And I'm working on them and... Enhancing their stats and perfecting yeah. their moves. So, you know, when you guys actually get somewhere that's actually worth bothering with you, then we can actually have a battle or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I have. I, I finished the first gym and haven't done anything since then. So, <laughs> well, they automatically, when you go to a link battle, they automatically put everybody's Pokemon to 50. Mm hmm. So it's not like, but still, oh, they're still, still not going to like, yeah. crappy moves and like, the they stats still boost, the They still boost everybody's Pokemon to the same level. So, like, there's no, like, oh, well, your Pokemon are higher level type situation. They're all at the same level. Um, so that's another thing. But um, what else have I been doing? I've been doing a lot of raids. Yeah, a lot those of are raids. Fun. Um, 
support the. They have a new uh, Snorlax. It's a. Um, More like a Galarian Snorlax. No, it's the same Snorlax, but it's a raid Snorlax, and he's a uh, Gigantamax. Dynamax is oh. very, very interesting. He has like a a whole island on his stomach. He lays wow. on his back, and he got trees of yep, everything, and shrubbery. It's too funny, it's... and they get you with this one because he's a he's not easy to beat. When no. you beat him, there's only a chance to catch him. Right, you don't catch him all the time, so you might have to do this multiple times. Um, and also, there's shiny raids. Shiny raids are the raids that have the purple glow with the swirl around it going into the sky. Yeah. And um, so, trying to get some of those, get some shiny Pokemon. And like I said, just focusing on my team. I haven't done the Battle Tower yet. I'm, I'm going to move on to that probably once I finish up um, finish up my team. I was collecting a few Pokemon that I didn't have. Mm. There's a few uh, Galari versions of like uh, Darumaku. You asked it wrong. And they made him an ice one in this region. Um, and I caught Mr. Rhyme from a raid. So just trying to you know finish off some of the... Mr. Oh, um, is that Mr. Mime's evolution? This is the ice Mr. Mime's evolution. What wait. the heck? So oh, I thought, wait, Mr. Mime was already ice, wasn't he? No, he was just psychic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you're really psychic. Ice and psychic. Right. So the the variation has a different name or no they say they have the same name but they're completely date what the, the mr mind from galara is ice it's different and psychic uh-huh. the from kanto is psychic just psychic like the uh, whatever i guess yes the meows are different too yeah 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 like them oh. them boys is looking rough <laughs> it looks yeah. like they've been in jail like she just six, got out six months. a couple months ago. But um, so I've been playing that. You know, but like I said, perfecting the moves, perfecting the teams, collecting um, TMs. So like collecting like certain moves mm-hmm. um, that you guys actually have to go and look for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then besides that, I've been playing Hearthstone. Um, yeah. Working on unlocking some packs. Um, finishing up my mage deck, which is pretty good right now. Yeah, um, killing it right now. Yeah, I'm trying to get get my Paladin deck going. I'm waiting for the news set to drop December 10th, I think. So I can open yeah, up those packs. it's dropping this week. Yeah, so I can uh, open up those those packs, those Christmas packs. Yeah, um, I feel it. No, no, that that's about like, it. Like drug addicts. I gotta get the packs, on, man. Wait on them packs. I'm waiting for Magic Arena <laughs> to come to mobile, so I can just play that all the time. If Magic Arena comes to mobile, wait, wait, it is on mobile. What am I talking about? No, it's not. Oh no, not Arena, not Arena. Um, it's the other one. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, when Arena goes to mobile, it's it's gonna be lit. Is that Honestly, planned? I don't think like so. they, they keep talking yeah. about it, but there's never been any confirmation or, ah. or or deconfirmation. I would actually pay for that one because it's current. I would I would pay for that. I'd pay like up to up to five bucks. I wouldn't pay any more. Than five <laughs> yeah, that wasn't that wasn't that high of a number. <laughs> Uh, I mean, because everything like, else. Oh, is free. I pay like twenty bucks, but you like no. I pay up to five bucks. Four ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> like for a mobile version of that, because I mean the the PC version's free, right? The previous versions have been free, um, but they only go up to the, the the previous mobile ones only go up to a certain expansion, right, mm-hmm. or a certain um, set. I think they would so, make Arena free as well, just because. They they make most of their money on the packs on people yeah. buying booster packs and whatnot. I hope so. 
I hope so. That makes sense. Like if that's the model they've been using, then yeah, that's yeah. probably what they'd be. Known that's for. all. That's all I've been playing. All right, really true. Wanna... So, do we want to go into blues news? Our Super Smash Sunday recap. Of the yeah, day? blues news, blues news. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, last week we had some really good games, and um, the most notable player last week was Demon Rebel. He was running the table. All right, he came back your... after a long hiatus from from Smash Sunday. Yeah, um, he was running the table with um, Hero, the the RNG master, <laughs> and he, he was killing it for a long time. Um, Matter of fact, no one no one actually beat his hero. He, he accidentally got accidentally left the arena, and we gave yeah. him the rare opportunity to just make a change <laughs> then and just sit at the back of the line and kind of keep things moving. So hopefully he does yeah. come back. Uh, we'll see some of that hero action again, and some some of the people who were a little salty at their losses could maybe try and get some revenge. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and what I like is that our our regular um, player base, our player base of regulars is expanding. You know what I mean? And so you're really seeing different fighting types going on every day, uh, every week, excuse me. And um, it, it's fun to see people's progress. People are getting better. People, Some people are getting worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're all getting worse. <laughs> well, hey, and I shouldn't say worse. I should say they're playing with characters that they don't know um, and haven't played before. Experimentation. So, yeah, they're experimenting and uh, not catching the uh, the combos that they're going for. I- I'm, I'm one included. I'm still <laughs> learning how to chase off the edge with some of my mains and that's that's scary, especially with like Bowser, you know? I, I like the big boys. But anyway, this ain't about me. This is about the recap. Like I said, Demon Rebel was running the table with Hero um, last week for a very long time. Let's see what he does this week and let's see what the rest of the people have to counter that. Um, but yeah, that's the Super Smash Brothers recap of the week. Thank you, Blue. We're going to go no now problem. into our topics. Uh, we have uh Two quick updates. I forgot to put one on the list, but you guys remember the other one. <laughs> uh, first off is, remember we talked early early in the show's life, like early in the season, we talked about uh, Riot Games basically having the first games industry walkout. Like a lot of employees were disgruntled. Um, a lot of female mm-hmm. employees in particular um, had issues with some higher-ups who they felt were like not behaving to the standards of you know a boss should. There were some lawsuits, and they were being prevented from kind of going forward with those lawsuits due to forced arbitration in their contracts. So they have settled, which means they didn't go to court. They actually settled the disagreement. But this goes to show you kind of how much maybe Riot standed to to lose from going to court because they settled for $10 million. Million. A $10 million fund is going to be allocated to every woman. Who, well, not $10 million each, mind you. Well, so hold on, them, chill, yeah. yeah. It's not $10 million each, but it's a $10 million fund. So every woman who has worked for Riot Games since, 2000, since 2014 mm-hmm. will have a piece of the $10 million fund. So that's going to be, I don't know how many women that is. Apparently they haven't had as that many women. So I'm assuming it's going to be a big payday for a great deal of them. <laughs> I, I'm, You know, when, when you're setting this up, I was thinking about it, and they're probably like, Oof! Only ten million. That's right? Yeah, like... <laughs> Ryan makes a lot of money, <laughs> but ten million dollars like, is still a big number. Oh, yeah. and oh, share, share. I mean, think about it. Like, how many people would you have to share ten million dollars between before it wasn't a lot of money that you got from it? Like, 
you're gonna million. get a lot of money out of that. Ten million people. Yeah, like ten million people. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like so, like some of those ride employees are getting paid. Like, oh yeah. So I mean, this this settles that issue. Hopefully, the changes that they needed to happen are gonna happen because I'm assuming Riot wouldn't want to be in this position again. You know, Definitely. so. I mean that that situation has come to a conclusion. So that was just a quick update about the riot thing. Good for them. Um, another update is the Kyoto Animation fire, the, the mm-hmm. studio fire that we talked about early on as well. Um, we mentioned that there was a GoFundMe set up for the studio. Apparently, the GoFundMe has ended, and over two million dollars has been transferred to Kyoto Animation Studios. So uh, good on them. Hopefully, they can make good use of that money to kind of help uh, some of the families uh, who you know lost loved ones in that fire such a terrible act yeah for just such a stupid reason and um yeah you know big shout out to all those who who helped donate to right. you and help rebuild what they got now um so good job uh gaming community good job uh the Anime arts community. industry you know what i'm saying um that, that's how you get stuff done that's how you, you get coming together done. and trying to do good in the world Try, try yep. to counteract a lot of this bad. So yep. good on them. Um, so we're gonna move now into some trailer talk. The boys yeah, yeah. season two. The first trailer just dropped. What do you guys think? <laughs> Yo, Homelander is crazy. Crazy. When, is when that trailer crazy. opens up, you see him just kind of staring down. He's got blood on his face. Yeah, and he's covered. Knowing, in it. knowing Homelander. The first thing I said is, oh, this boy is about to start smiling. He's going to have that awkward smile. And, like, he comes up looking, like, kind of depressed. And then he just gets that little smirk. I'm like, this man is crazy. Like, oh, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, Right now, especially with the way season one ended, you don't know who's on what side. You really don't. Well, you know. uh, What's his name? Uh, uh, uh. His name's not Dutch. What's his What's his name? Uh, Butch Butcher. Butch. Yeah, I'm like Dutch. <laughs> he, he's like way off the reservation. Yeah, but he he looks confident in this season, so it looks like yeah, he's he got. You see him like in a lot. He's got a lot. new purpose. Yeah, he had like he he was on a top of a van or something with a sniper rifle or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you see him in a few different scenarios. Even um, you see your boy uh, what's his name uh, Crap. Huey. You see Huey, but oh, uh, the guy uh. Mother's who ran milk? Over to his girlfriend. Oh, who you said who ran off? Ran her over. Oh, uh, who started the whole situation? What was his A Train? Oh, A Train. Oh, I hate A Train. So he's alive. Oh, right. Yeah. He. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was. He was dying. So he's still there. Yeah, I think in the season one ended. Uh, well, their fight ended with her staying behind to save him. Right. Yeah. She called the ambulance yeah. or something. Yeah. From all so, that. Uh, that and drugs he was taking, I believe. Man, I think it's going to be as explosive as the first season. I hope all this action that they're showing us in the trailer isn't just in one or two episodes. Um, the Deep is getting some uh, well-deserved justice, it looks like. And as much as I feel bad for that dude, he deserves everything that's coming to him. He kind of does. <laughs> yeah, he kinda does. He's yeah. a total douchebag. Yeah, he really is. Um but yeah, I, I like that Butch seems to have confidence and motivation. So I want to see where that's it's coming butcher, from. Butcher, though, not Butcher. Not excuse much. me. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Mess me up. 
Billy Butcher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, I'm interested to see what happens with his son. Like, what goes on with that situation? Okay. Like, Buddy's on the roof. Yeah, like, it, right? Yeah, they were both on the roof. I guess the thing is, clearly, Homelander, like, he he's he's he likes that he has a son. Yeah. Right? So, That's like, what it looks like. So, I feel like that complicates the whole thing because... Billy Butcher's main motivation was like he's just this soulless killer, and he kind of is, but there is some heart to him. Like he didn't do anything to his wife, at least not what Billy thought he did. I, I don't know if that relationship but, was consensual or not, but she had his kid, and she's been kind of taking care of the kid off to the side or whatnot. And he doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he has any malice towards her or whatnot. Like she's been raising the kid. Like he kind of maybe wants to have a family with them or at least have a relationship with the boy. Yeah. Especially because that's his own DNA. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. He does Homelander. think of other people as inferior. Yeah. Homelander is off his rocker. He I mean, yeah, he, he always was. He was raised yeah. that way, yeah. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have a soul. He only wants... Because he believes that if... He believes he's above everybody else. And mm-hmm. that's his son. That's he kind of is. Son above everybody else. At this point, he is. Yeah, he's not. He's not, he's not wrong in that regard, though. It's just, just, yes, he's... he is. He just like, how do you blow up? What did he blow up the guy's plane with his son and everybody on there? Oh my goodness! He obviously he's not above everybody else because he couldn't lift the goddamn plane. He was like, oh, we could just take but, no, but nobody else could lift the plane else. either. Like, at least he had the chance. He was saying, like, look, I can't do this, but. The girl couldn't do it either. Like, and nobody she else in the superhero fly. community was going to do it. She can't fly. <laughs> but I'm interested to see if it follows the comics. That's what I'm actually interested to see. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, follows. season one has been a big departure, though, right? Like, it hasn't been kind of one for one so far. There's a lot of groups that were introduced that are actually in that actual same mm-hmm. comic. There's, like, a few, like, uh, kind of, like, X-Men-like, like, yeah, because a lot of this stuff is based off of existing heroes and teams and right. stuff. There's yeah. actually X Men kind of type team that with a different name called like I think it was like the Feds or something like that. That wasn't the X Men, but it was kind of based on the X Men, mm-hmm. kind of like a darker version to it. So I'm interested to see if they incorporate some of that. I okay. they didn't show any like new faces, right? Like they didn't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember seeing like any like. Oh, who's that? In the trailer, yeah, they did. They, they did. did. They? they, um, especially one uh, of notice. There's a guy in the looks like a convenience store or a video rental store, and he he did what looks like a force push. I did. And, oh, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's yeah, there a couple is some, new faces new. that we're yeah. gonna see this yeah. season. Um, you see Noir Black getting in the action. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> easily one of my favorite characters yeah, of that he's, show. He's I can't wait for him to die. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Come on, he's just chilling, bro. And he's an excellent musician. Yo, he sat down at the <laughs> piano. He didn't even say move over. He just stared like, at You over. see me sitting here. You see me sitting here. <laughs> and you still playing this piano? <laughs> and then he just gets on and he's like, mm. And he just kills it. You know what I'm saying? On some uh, really good classical cocktail party music. It was that, wonderful. That's a funny character. The way they portray yeah. him is actually it is, hilarious. Like, super quiet, but super like. Just like he's got a he's got a, he's got a personality saying, that people respect. respect. Yeah. So those are our thoughts on the boys. Um, this brand new movie trailer just dropped, starring Ryan Reynolds, called Free Guy. Yeah. Um, the premise, if you haven't seen it, 
essentially, um, Ryan Reynolds is an NPC in, in an open world video game, kind of based on GTA, right? So like, you're seeing player characters run around causing mayhem. They're like robbing banks every day. They're blowing up helicopters, tanks all over the place. He's going about his day because he's just a background character. But he kind of just has the epiphany of like, why do we have to sit here and take this from all of these a-holes? And he starts beating up players and such. And then he, he, yeah. he, he grabs like one of their like uh, glasses and then he can see the overlay, like the video game-ness of the world. The heads-up display, yeah. yeah. So it looks pretty interesting. Like I think it was described as like uh, GTA meets Ready Player One or something. Yeah, 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 and it definitely has that kind of a vibe. Type situation, right? So I mean, it's it's a video game movie, but it's not a movie based on a video game. What are you guys' thoughts on this kind of cinema? I think it's going to be hilarious. I think it's a good, you know, cross point between movies and video games, mm-hmm. um, and also that it's a, it's a something that hasn't been explored much in movies. Because like, we think about it, like, Sword Art Online, we think about anime and stuff, who mm-hmm. kind of, like, dealt with, like... Um, like, characters who are set in exactly. a game. Right. Yes, who actually... Yeah, there's, like, Wreck-It Ralph and whatnot. And then there's, like, uh, there's that one with, uh, uh... I'm forgetting his name. I think Gerard Butler, where, like, there's a kid oh, who controls... Gamer. Yes. That's yes. called Gamer. But, no, but they're not different. in a game. They just control another human. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're not in, like, a virtual world. No. It was a real world, but it was... He was controlled via video game yeah. means, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like other than Record Ralph, I don't think there's too much just set in like a virtual world where it's known that this is a game or like these. Yeah, are besides games. like Ready, like you said, Ready Player One, yeah, stuff like that, exactly. But even that, that that was, yeah, pretty much. That's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's funny. I'm not 100% sold on this premise being great, but I'm sold on Ryan Reynolds making this funny. I can see that, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like... Uh, what was that other movie with um, Adam Sandler and a couple oh, of I know what Pixels. Man, Pixels. Yeah. I thought well, that was terrible. The last couple of Adam Sandler movies and, and special just haven't been... Yeah, he it, he doesn't seem like he's been putting a lot of uh, effort into I'm some sure. of the stuff he's, he's just doing. He's done it lately. Like, I did I did kind of like the the one with Chris Rock in it where they were both like uh, the fathers Parents. of yeah yeah that, I, was, that, that one was that okay. Was really, that was more of a wasn't really of a, a comedy. That one was more of a yeah it was it was it was kind of like a dramatic a dramedy yeah. yeah it was like a dramedy type thing dramedy. yeah dramedy. <clears throat> He's got a new movie coming out too, where he's like some kind of arms dealer or something, or like some kind of sports betting yes, guy. Yeah, I saw that. It's getting like a lot of good buzz though. I don't know. I'm tired of Adam Sandler. <laughs> he did that movie with. I know we're going off on a tangent, yeah, this but is a he tangent, did that but... movie with um, Jennifer Aniston. It was called Game Night or something like that. It, it wasn't called Game Night, but it no, was no, something I, Game Night is a different that. movie, which was right. actually Click or something. Wait, what did you say? Click. No, 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 no. Click was Click good. Was... I don't care what nobody says. Click was a good movie. All right. Well, you don't care what I say. Uh... I, nope. <laughs> Click was a good movie. <laughs> it was, yeah, it, it, it had some value for sure. 
Um, but you know, he did another message. movie with Jennifer Aniston where it was kind of like a murder mystery kind of deal, and he was this oh, I know what you're talking about, uh, detective that was just super oblivious to his wife's needs and everyone around him. Like, I, I didn't like that movie at all. Yeah, it looked terrible. <laughs> a lot of people, well, not a lot of people. Some people said, "Oh, it's good once you get past." Well, I was like, "No, a movie should never be." Till you get past something. Right. It's a whole piece of art, and you messed up a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but back to um, Free Guy. I think Free Guy can be good, um, but I think it's going to be Ryan Reynolds that really carries yeah, this. Uh, yeah. Because the, the other characters, and I'm not saying the NPCs necessarily, the, the other key characters look relatively boring to me. Um so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I don't like the name. <laughs> like, I yeah, get what they're going for. Doesn't really tell much about it. But it, the thing is, it kind of does, but at the same time, it doesn't. Because it's a term, like, it's an arcade term. You got a free guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you got, yeah. like, a one-up or whatever. Another right? life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they're referring to. But just because this is set in a video game doesn't mean that has any. Well, the thing is, he's a free guy his, now. Like he's well, learned. His name is guy, and is they're it? saying like free guy. Oh, okay. Still, <laughs> <laughs> so, I see what they're going for, but I, they could have been a little bit more creative. That this just seems like kind of lowest common denominator in terms of names, and I feel like the name itself is so generic that it'll kind of fall to the wayside. Because like, and I think. The generic name kind of highlights Ryan Reynolds' character, though. Um, and I understand how you're saying it's not attractive, it's not good to look at, it's not fun to say, nothing and it, like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily explain the premise of this movie, which I think is really yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, hey, let's see how they how they pop it out. You know what I'm saying? Marketing teams are ridiculous. They, they're wizards. Um, <laughs> they spin all kinds of stuff. So yeah, we'll see if this gets some traction in terms of marketing. A lot of people are loving it already. But something that we probably won't have to worry about marketing for is the Black Widow trailer. <laughs> that just dropped. Uh, what are you guys' takes on Black Widow's solo movie? Jeff, you want to go first? Oh, man. So I'm interested about the villain. Taskmaster is a very, 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 very uh, unique villain. Um, yeah, what are his abilities again? If you're not familiar with him, um, he yeah. pretty much has a photo i forgot what it's described as so basically he can see captain america's fighting style copy that and, and know it right off the bat mm-hmm. not only know it but be able to predict captain america's movements right there is a name for that but yeah I, it just yeah, out I of my brain too. Of it. um i remember it was like in hero the girl in Cop, heroes had Cop Cat Ninja. You see a video yeah and see, you, go, you can just watch all. human movement yeah. and then immediately mimic it you know i mean like <laughs> archery sword fighting anything you could think of he just has to see it once, and he's able to then do it. Um, it's a pretty funny um, side thing. Uh, if you played the Spider-Man game, he actually you see him in a couple areas just watching Spider-Man from a rooftop with binoculars. <laughs> oh, no. He's getting his, his move type down packed to be able to kind of like – because pretty much essentially he knows every move you're going to make from mm. watching you for just that little bit of time. So it's a very interesting villain. Um, not a fan of the costume, though. He used, generally wears like a skull mask. Mm. Yeah. This one looks like more of a like a, um, like a, a bad Power Rangers helmet. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it looked kind of plasticky. Yeah, so I'm hoping well, it was probably too late by now, but it just doesn't look 
appealing at all. I mean, but... I mean, they've been pretty good about kind of adapting costumes from the comics into like live action. So maybe maybe that's an early one. Maybe he'll actually yeah, like wear. A starter, yeah, like a starter Pokemon. That's right. <laughs> yeah, like okay. they do that. They'll they'll give you like the kind of the bootleg version, and then later on you're like, oh, now the character's fully realized. This is what it looks yeah, like. Boom. Yeah. So maybe they're saving guy. that from the uh, the trailer for the actual movie or something. So there's there's still hope. I think. We'll see. We'll see. But um, I think it's pretty interesting. You know, a lot of people were weren't excited about a Black Widow movie, but for me, I thought it. You know, you saw what she could do for me. You saw what you could do in um, Ghost in the Shell. Even though a lot of people didn't like it, you can actually see what she could do as more of a. I mean, you can't. Most of her roles are pretty physical. I mean, even yeah, Lucy like they. Scarlett Johansson is basically an action star yeah. at this point. So, it, just to see her in her own movie, I think it looks great. Um, you have um, uh, looks like her dad. I don't know, but he's supposed to be uh, pretty much the Russian Captain America. Captain Russia. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and it's played by uh, I can't remember his name, but uh, Hop from Stranger Hop. Things. <laughs> from yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. Yep. And he's doing um, a Russian it accent. Looked really, it looked really <laughs> clean, and you know it's going to be a big martial arts movie because there's not many power. You don't see anybody with any. Yeah, this is like spies and... or blast or anything like that. So I'm interested to see what the story is as well because you only get a glimpse of her past when she flashes back to when they all the girls were in that kind of like Hydra esque. Room mm-hmm. when they were all being groomed to act a certain way as sleeper agents, right? So, mm-hmm. so David um, Harbor is the guy you're talking about, who's our Thank new crap to Russia. We're just gonna yeah. call him Hop. I, I like Hop better. Say <laughs> Hop. I let him know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not as optimistic as you guys on this one. I will say Captain Russia looked cool. He looked funny. Um. In general, I'm not a big fan of Black Widow. I feel like her impact to the overall MCU, and I'm just talking about the movies, mm-hmm. is minimal. Super minimal. That's I how I feel. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but you're, you're entitled to your feelings. But that's, you know, I, I think she was very crucial in um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, she but like... a crucial part in Endgame because she actually ran the government... During those missing those couple five years where half the civilization was dead, did she run the government or she just well, ran? She the... ran the, the heroes. So like yeah, she, like she she was had, kind of yeah yeah. I can see she was kind of like holding the team together, but I feel like whenever there's a uh, earth threatening, or I'll even say earth or bigger threatening event, she's always finding one dude at a time. <laughs> And it's like it's tiring, but like you, you, you know? gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, and I, you got you gotta be doing something else if you don't want the time. Powers it's don't like, always dictate the the how valuable a team member is. Captain America doesn't isn't the most powerful, but yeah, Captain. What, yeah, if you if you're gonna say is, that about Black Widow, you gotta say the same thing about uh, Captain America. Captain, Captain America has a shield that he be throwing and knocking out oh, multiple God. dudes on a regular basis, and he picked up the hammer. So okay, that was the very you know, end of the twenty-two it. movie run. He picked and up the he hammer. Did it. Before and then, he, did it. he was fighting dudes not, one-on-one. Don't, don't get me wrong, <laughs> I don't like Captain America either. Like I'm poor <laughs> for Iron Man, dude. Let me. Okay, hold on. Real, here's my little uh, side story, right? Or not story, but my little caveat. Captain America knew that Bucky had killed Iron Man's parents. <laughs> this, right? This argument. <laughs> He knew this, and he didn't say nothing. 
I got a question for you. Okay. Who created Ultron? Uh, wasn't that Iron Man? Yes, yes. that was Iron Man. The Iron Man. How many people did Ultron kill? A lot. Uh, yeah, you're right. Fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's in. That's why Spider-Man okay. is the best, <laughs> the best hero. Wait, hold on. What did that have to do? Because he with... has no, he, he didn't, he didn't know that Bucky did it. He suspected it. He even said that. He said, "I suspected it." No, and he, he didn't tell him. No, he said it. If you watch the movie, he said, okay. "Did you know?" He said, "I suspected it." And oh, and he so said, he didn't say nothing, right? He didn't know for sure. Also, he knew that it wasn't actually Bucky. We, okay, we understand that it was the brainwashing thing, right? Well, what I mean, all by, of that. I didn't even get to finish. Hold on, hold on. I didn't even get to finish. This stuff that is like just like unredeemable is this man created a whole robot that cleaned out a whole <laughs> island, and he's mad because somebody didn't tell him that his friend who was being mind controlled killed his parents when he wasn't absolutely sure. Look, this is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh huh. One, those two are separate things. Mm-hmm. Those two events, mm-hmm. Ultron and his parents' murder, are two mm-hmm. different things. Right, I'll say his parents' death because it wasn't an intentional murder. Right, it, was? it just wasn't him. It no, was, Bucky, Bucky wasn't trying to do it, but you it wasn't I mean? intentional. It was, <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm trying to give Bucky the benefit of the doubt and say <laughs> Bucky didn't hate Iron Man's parents. That's what I'm trying to. Well, say. You're saying what you what you mean is it wasn't personal. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, but anyway, what I'm trying to say at the end of the day, Iron Man, or not Iron Man, Captain America suspected. Right, Bucky was uh, he killed Iron Man's parents. Mm-hmm. As soon as our, uh, Tony found out, he's like, "Yo, for real, dude! Like, I thought we was friends." And then he's mad about it, obviously. And Cap and Bucky beat down Iron Man. They they stopped. <laughs> he was gonna kill Bucky. Cap just intervened. I'm, we're gonna end this on a good note, okay? That kid, <laughs> Iron Man created Ultron, who destroyed Quit the whole up Ultron, that's old news, bro. That has saying, nothing to do with this. Not only that, when it this came across for the Accords, for everybody to sign up to reveal their identities and work for the government, mm-hmm. Tony was for it. it. was like, we're too uncontrollable. In reality, he caused all the, the trouble from the first Yeah, that was, kind of, that was kind of like, based on no, his own guilt. We're uncontrollable, <clears throat> but I'm the one who caused most of the issues. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, ah. Oh, you mean he was trying to do something about it? He was trying to take responsibility? I mean, he was. It's true. He was. He was like, look, you know what? I get what he's saying. Like, he was like, look, (laughs) I kind of messed up. I do feel like maybe we could use some oversight. And Captain America is kind of of the mindset where he's like, no, you messed up. (laughs) I don't want this oversight that you need. (laughs) Okay, right? And then Captain America is like, oh, crap. My best friend killed his parents on some crazy stuff. Ah, I'm not going to tell him. (laughs) I'm not going to say that. (laughs) <laughs> oh crap, he found out. Nah, we gotta stop him now. Let's double team him. <laughs> like, look, and wait, beat him don't down be mad. That's my friend. That that is his argument. That is, <laughs> that his is, whole that argument. is pretty much it. It wasn't we can talk about this all day. We, just we can but we will anyway, not. <laughs> yeah. So um, those are our thoughts Black on the Black Widow trailer, which is yeah, essentially <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never made found I've never found Black Widow as a super interesting character, and I I don't want to sound, um, I don't want to sound misogynistic when I say this. I'm trying to find a better way to say this, but I feel like she's more of a super secretary than anything. Wow. I know. Yeah, you said I'm you not, didn't want to sound misogynistic. I, think I don't you want to. <laughs> I think you still sounded very misogynistic. 
I know, and I'm trying. That's why I try to give the premise. Like, I'm not saying because she's a woman, she's mm-hmm. a super secretary. But I feel like most of her, most of the things that she did that was impactful was mostly clerical. I I, I don't agree with that. To be honest, I will say, yeah, I I was not like a Black Widow fan, and she's definitely not my favorite Avenger, but she is probably the coolest non-superpowered person in the movie like i'm a fan of archery you guys know this i will say i think hawkeye is cooler honestly no i feel like like in terms of feats like like people that they fought against stuff they've done people they've beaten like black widow is like leagues above clint (laughs) because like he's barely doing archery like did he just did he shoot an arrow in endgame he did, I think. Like he's using a sword I, I for most of that movie. That, I do think. Oh, that's when he came back as Ronan. <laughs> let me let me also say that I don't think that um, Hawkeye had a huge impact as well. Besides getting taken over in um, which one was it? Uh, the first Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel I like Widow. Widow definitely. She holds her own. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I think we'll, we'll I think to a certain we'll, point. We'll change his tone once he sees the movie. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I, I actually hope that that movie changes my perspective on her. Um, I like the family that they showed up. Uh, and Taskmaster, one of the cool things, Jeff, and I, I don't, you didn't mention it earlier, but from my comic book research, and I don't do a lot of it, but um, <laughs> the cool thing about Taskmaster, and correct me if I'm wrong, every time he learns a new fighting style. He forgets something else. So he forgets like memories of his past and stuff like that. And I don't know if they're going to put this in the movie. I think but... that was just like one iteration of him. I don't think that was like. A oh, okay. Movie. All right. That might have been just the one where like. But that would be. I mean, that would be a cool trade off, especially in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And in the comics that I had read, he had been copying so much he didn't know really who he was and the mm-hmm. only constant in his life was his um his handler mm-hmm. and he didn't even know for a long time his handler was his wife because he had forgotten everything because he'd been doing so much work so um maybe that's just one iteration that was way far off from what we're about to see but i think that would be a cool element to see with um taskmaster in a live action uh, format true <clears throat> all right so a lot of movie talk this week, but there is some yeah. video game news. Uh, first off, uh, PlayStation, uh, they stated that they're no longer interested in making handheld consoles. So Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> no PSP 2, no PlayStation Vita 2 is on the horizon, at least not anytime soon. Um, they're going to compete with the Switch right now. <laughs> yeah, like what do you guys take? Like The Switch has basically blown up and kind of done what the PlayStation Vita failed to do is like give you like a home console experience on the go so why, why do you think sony is kind of not interested in maybe giving it another shot even after seeing the success of the switch <clears throat> i think that's a losing market for them i don't think they've ever done well besides like just the first psp maybe because it was so new you could watch movies on the handheld stuff like that i feel like I feel- <laughs> I w- with that, I want to say they kind of shot themselves in the foot with that because yeah, you could watch movies on it, but they made it all proprietary things. Like you yes, had to buy like yeah. those tiny. You had stupid... to buy movies, yeah. But I feel like they should just leave the handheld up to Nintendo. I mean, that's why Xbox has it 
venturing into the handheld thing because you're 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 starting behind. Nintendo's been doing this for a while. They've already had a bunch of them, you know, out. You know, DS now. Um, um, you had the DS. You have now. You have the Switch, which is doing a little bit of both. So it's mm-hmm, like you're trying mm-hmm. to get into a market that you really don't have a foothold in yet, nor do you have much experience with. And I think that the the PSP just never, even the Vita, just never did with everything that they said it could do. Yeah, they, they advertised you could play Black Ops, but you had to be in the same. Then you have to be in the same like on the same Wi-Fi or something like that. With the um, the remote With the play? remote play? Yeah, yeah. You have to be on yeah. your Wi-Fi. I think there was like a trick around that. Like if you do like a VPN type deal, you can get it to work. <laughs> but then I feel like that increases like the input delay or something. So it probably just makes problems it unplayable. Do that. <clears throat> I know. feel like they just need to focus on the consoles. Maybe they're going to put more effort into VR or focusing on console. Uh, they just need to leave the handheld alone. They've just never been able to kind of establish a strong foothold in that particular market fair yeah i definitely agree i feel like the vita was a great system i still have one and um yeah, and it's some really good games on somewhere. it <laughs> <laughs> but i can't see them going any further than that uh, especially with the switch just leagues 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 past the vita um yeah i just say just hang it up i think it's a good move i think it's a good move just focus on what you're doing right now because Honestly, Xbox is coming up. Xbox is coming up, man. They got all these. Uh, Game Pass is just selling it. Can we talk about Game Pass real quick? That glitch that happened the other day? Uh, was it yesterday, <laughs> I think, right? Yesterday. <clears throat> Yo, the most amazing thing happened. You could pay for Game Pass five cents a day. And that, that was only up for a couple hours. Yeah, it, it wasn't very long at all. Clearly, it was five some kind of a, a mistake. Some kind of mistake, bro. We hit that group chat real quick, like, yo, buy it now. You're looking at eighteen twenty-five for the year for Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. That's your Xbox Live, or your Xbox Gold, your um, Game Pass, and the PC crossover, plus all these games that are coming out for it. Um, not Control, apparently, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought that was awesome. So, going back to my point. PlayStation got to do something big for their console to um, if they want to stay ahead. And then they have a conference coming this week, if I'm not mistaken. Who plays these? They recently, yeah. They recently had their gaming awards. Um, I know that just what last week, Kingdom Hearts got some uh, recognition on that. But yeah, I, think- I, I didn't. I, to be honest, I didn't know what that was. It was, well, it was like kind of an internal PlayStation yeah. award type internal thing, awards, and they gave yeah. Kingdom Hearts a platinum award. But I, I don't know what that means, and it kind of like. <laughs> Okay. They have like platinum trophies. I mean, yeah, I get it, but but what does that mean? Like, did it sell the most of any PlayStation thing? Was it the most like viewer? I don't know what that was for. I I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it's it's the equivalent of me giving Sigma the best um, BBET podcast host award <laughs> and Jeff the best BBET podcast co-host award. You know what I'm saying? Like that's <laughs> you guys. You did it this year, bro. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll say about the them getting out of the handheld game is they kind of never fully committed in the first place. Like they, the PSP, I think was actually a good step in. Like um, that, that actually sold pretty well. I feel like, which warranted them kind of making a new iteration. But then they did the thing where. 
what was that thing called? It was like a PSP, but like they they like the PS Mini. Was it that? Was that what it was called? They like they the took certain one? features out of it. Yeah, it was like a smaller version. They took a bunch of features out of it and kind of made it like dumb. They yeah. they they made it they made it a thing that like no one would ever want for some like for for the sake of either making it smaller or for the sake of making it um less expensive for them to manufacture. Yeah. And then they did the thing that they always do when they release the Vita, where they just make everything proprietary. Like Sony is an electronics manufacturer first and foremost. And then they've released an electronic where you needed to buy a Sony memory card in order for the thing to save. You need to buy a Sony standard disc thing that costs more money because only Sony makes it. It was so frustrating. Yeah, so like it was like needlessly expensive. Um, so like it was a barrier to entry for a lot of people who were very interested in amazingly sleek hardware. The PlayStation Vita is like a cool ass piece of technology like i love it yeah it looks super dope it had a great screen so, you could play very powerful games at the time on that thing but it was super expensive it took me forever t- and i had to wait for a black friday sale before i was actually able to get one <laughs> i uh, you guys gonna sell your vitas now since i mean who who's gonna want it who's gonna <laughs> buy that <laughs> i don't know want that thing that. um <laughs> Along the same lines of, you know, Sigma, you were talking about how sleek it looked. The PSP Mini actually looked like a... Uh, do you guys remember that old phone, the Sidekick? Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. So it was it was similar to that where the front face didn't have any buttons on it, but you slide it up and the buttons were right underneath it. It looked cool. It, just, it was just too hard to get a game and play it and save your game on there um, and make it really worth your time. So... Yeah, just so, step out the game, bro. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, the game kind of stepped out on them. Like, they like they kind of just fell ass backwards out of it, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, for them to kind of feel defeated and not want to do it anymore makes sense in that regard. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like... I feel like this wasn't really news. It was like we we pretty much knew Sony had no intention to make another a device based on how they let the Vita kind of fall into obscurity and die. It's good to see that they know it too (laughs) but i I will say uh in terms of microsoft ever considering this i do know internally they were thinking about doing a handheld device but their solution to this is the x cloud like the fact that you can use it on a tablet a phone or whatever like that's essentially the same thing let's skip the middleman yeah whereas all their games like even indie stuff that you would normally be able to play on like a handheld device Mm -hmm. they all just go to game pass anyway like so, yep. play play maybe the smaller stuff that you can do on the go, and then like the bigger stuff at home, or vice versa, like wherever you want. Like the best of both worlds, just like the Switch, but it's kind yep. of Microsoft's take on it, and they're not taking too big of a risk by just introducing brand new hardware that people have to buy and and like separate games that people have to buy to add on to it too. Like it's it's kind of a way for them to have their cake and eat it too, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was necessary. <laughs> Jeff is impressed. <laughs> but sticking to PlayStation news, um, Sony yep. earns the Guinness World Record for the best-selling console brand. So across all their PlayStations, yep, they have basically just sold the most of any manufacturer. So that's more than Microsoft for sure, but more yep. than Nintendo, which is surprising. Mm-hmm. Well, the PS2 people used to buy like crazy. Because they, most people would use it for like 
a DVD player. Right. That was that, that was kind of how they snuck it into most American homes back then. It was a very yeah. cheap DVD player. Yeah, so it was like pretty much Damn. sold itself. People were just like, oh, we need a DVD player. It's a PlayStation 2. Let's go get it. They had a Slim that came out, which was like, they were super cheap. They were. Yeah, was they it, were. Was it Sony they, that kind of started the console redesign thing? Like, the whole Slim thing? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, because yeah. even, yeah. even the first one, the PS1, they eventually came out with the PSX, which is a really tiny PS1. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, was it called the PSX? I'm, I think it was. I'll double check. <laughs> it was called the PS, PS half of one. PS half of one? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. It, it was a PSX, the, uh, yeah. PlayStation 2 Slim. I remember that. <clears throat> yeah, and then same thing with the PS3. They tried to uh, get Blu-ray players into people's houses with that one, I think, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's when... Yeah, it was PS3 had the Blu-ray, and then the Xbox 360 had the HD... HD DVD? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> there was a format war that X, that HD DVD lost. Lost terribly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was working at Target when that... When that um... That was the craze, and I remember you had the blue plastic cases, which were the Blu-rays, and oh, the red plastic red. cases, right. which were the you know the HD DVDs. And man, we couldn't move those at all. <laughs> we tried. So, yeah, Blu-ray became standard, and everybody put them in their consoles. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I will say for on Nintendo's have like yes, the Wii sold gangbusters. It sold like crazy, broke all these records and stuff. But they were still behind. Yeah, like remember, that was yeah. that yeah. was an anomaly because since the SNES, all of their consoles from that point sold less than the previous one. Like the GameCube was kind of a failure. Like it really didn't sell much at all. And then the Wii kind of brought Nintendo back from the dead. And then the Wii first U, again, all, colossal failure. Like <laughs> they did not sell first, very many of those at all. I feel so bad for people who bought a Wii U. I feel like they made a poor life decision when they purchased Well, I was able to play okay. Smash 4, so... I'm oh, fine with my purchase. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, first of all, Sigma, you ain't crap for saying that the GameCube was a failure. It I understand was, what you're talking, just numbers-wise. I, I love that numbers console. Wise, but that, those words should never come out your mouth. All right? <laughs> Second of all, Jeff, screw you for the, the Wii U comment. All right? Oh, you it was a good you? idea. <laughs> and And we tried it. We tried to push it. Um, no, I, I understand what both of y'all guys are saying. It just hurts. Uh. <laughs> I loved my GameCube, like, but yeah. I, eventually I had to buy another system. <laughs> like it was the yeah. you, it was the GameCube where I, yeah, exactly. You didn't want to get there were no games. That intro, that startup sequence, the that was amazing. <laughs> the console had a handle. They wanted you to go out and be with your friends and like little purple box. You know what I'm saying? I remember um, I actually had a uh, like a portable DVD player with the little screen on it, mm-hmm. and it had like auxiliary inputs. And, and you would so hook the GameCube up to that, right? I took my GameCube and that, and bro, I was just playing Super Smash, all kinds of little things. Yeah, my, my parents had um, an, an Infinity uh, SUV back then, and it had okay. like the built-in TV screen, and the oh. same deal, like it had inputs on the bottom. So we would, on long trips, put the GameCube in the car, and Up. play Smash Bros. Melee in the car, on yep. the road. Everybody yep. getting sick. 
And they showed one of those kids that called it Neely. Nobody tries to put yes, I did. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> like that whole TV in the car thing is just dead now. It is. Yeah, you don't see that too much anymore. You see it in ride shares. Um, people put that like they have you some touch screens and stuff like that. <laughs> I used to, <laughs> but um, no, Jeff, I don't do it anymore. Uh, honestly, <laughs> okay, hold on. There's actually been a lot of reports of um, assault uh, from Uber, and I haven't heard from Lyft, but I read an article recently about Uber, like hundreds of reports of assault from some of this ride sharing stuff. So y'all be careful out there, okay? Yeah, Make sure it. before you jump into a ride share that the um, child safety lock is not on. Please, 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 please. But, yeah, that's, that's like, sketchy as hell. It's scary as hell. Because you, you're like, hold on, my house is that way, and they're not saying nothing, and you're trying to get out the car, and you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what Jeff is doing. If you guys aren't watching this, you're missing out <laughs> on Jeff's self-Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> the headrest is right here. You just wrap your arm around the neck, and you... I mean, kill both of y'all? Yeah, they are driving a car, remember? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. You're already holding on, so you're going to be braced for the impact. I, I don't know if it has worked that way. I ain't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, the GameCube was wonderful. Yeah. And so was the Wii U. And thank you, PlayStation, for recognizing that you... I'm sorry, did, doing... you, did you throw the Wii U in there? Because that's not true. <sighs> I liked it. The Wii liked... U was a dumb idea. Like, it was an absolutely dumb, dumb idea. Yes, yeah, straight up what? dumb. And they marketed they just, it even worse than the idea was. Because they just they could, put it out to hold a spot until the Switch, they were ready to release the Switch. No, this, I feel like the Switch was a rush job. Like, oh, really? Yeah, like because, like, think about how long like, the Wii U was even out for. I want to say it was like three, four years before they came out with another system because it sold that poorly. People didn't know that the Wii U was a new console. They thought it was a yeah, screen controller upgrade. for the Wii. For the Wii. And no, that's their own right. fault. Because they were so high on the sales from the Wii, there's like that they were like, we need to keep it in the name somehow. We need to just keep that going, not even realizing that the reason why the Wii sold so much was because all these old people and young people and basically non gamers who literally only bought the Wii and Wii Sports and nothing else, like the game sales were just tanked and terrible. Wii Sports was amazing. (laughs) I mean, Wii Sports is fine. That's great and all, but like. Your entire console generation can't be a single game, but that's kind of how they made their money on just selling hardware. Nintendo's the only console manufacturer who makes money when they initially start selling their hardware. Everyone else sells at a loss, and they make it up in, in software sales. And then eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff becomes cheaper, they do reiterations, and then you can make money on the actual console. Nintendo never right, does right, that, right. which is why their stuff is always behind. So, okay. the Wii U, I will not forgive them for that, because that was lazy, it was ill-advised, <laughs> and I, I just hope they learn their lesson. Okay. Well, but, I think we've uh, gone off on a tangent enough. You're right. Oh, man. So that's going to do it for topics. Uh, oh, we're going to yeah. move now into our top three for this week. Uh, Jeff came up with this one. Top three Sword and Shield Pokemon. So yeah. this is just Pokemon that exist in the... Galar Pokedex for the Sword or Shield games. So, mm-hmm. if it's a Pokemon that's existed previously, 
we're not just talking about brand new short and shield Pokemon. Honestly, we don't know that many Pokemon. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, um, I'll let one of you guys go first. Are we including our starters? You, yeah, why not? We include your starter. Yeah. Okay. Because now I got to drop one of these guys. All right. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, who wants to go first? I mean, um, if, you can, if you go first, if you want, if you need time. Um, I, I mean, I have three, I think. Go ahead. Okay. I have dumb reasons for them, though, but. <laughs> Oh man! Because <laughs> I, I, I honestly haven't played as much Sword and Shield. Like even Blue, who got it after me, has played a lot more of the game than I have. I just haven't really had the time. But in most cases, I I kind of fall for Pokemon based on just how they look. Like I don't know, I don't know if that's how most people behave. <laughs> but that's definitely a huge factor when I'm choosing my Pokemon. Like, do they look cool to be my team? And and more now, so what than what kind of types are they? <laughs> And more so than um, are they cool looking is are they cute? <laughs> like I just, okay. I just really like get behind like first and foremost Pikachu is my favorite Pokemon like he's the mascot he's super cute he's a mouse he's very popular people are gonna be like oh he's blah 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 he's vanilla I don't care Pikachu is the guy okay Ash is Pikachu specifically best Pokemon in existence but for the sake of the Galar region I'm not gonna put Pikachu on his list. I'm going to go first off with Minchino, if you know what that thing is. Oh, yeah. The little um, gray. No, he's like kind of. Yeah, he's kind of white. Yeah. He looks like a little mouse, like a little it fairy mouse. Like, you have mm-hmm. something for mice. Yeah, he does. Rodents. They're cute. Rodents. <laughs> They're okay. cute. That's something. <laughs> I don't know what Minchino does, like, at all. I don't know what type it is. I don't know what it's it evolves a, it's into. It's a normal type. It's a normal it? type. Yeah. Okay, well, I haven't caught one yet. But I have seen one. I think somebody's pet was a Mancino in like a house, so my Pokedex picked it up. <laughs> it's a Mancino. But you guys already know, um, Nicket. I don't know if that's new or if yes. that's from something previous. That's new. I really like that little fox, um, and I liked its Pokedex entry that says that uh, the, its tail is kind of like a little brush. So like when it mm-hmm. walks, it like covers its tracks behind it, so it's you can't find cute. it. Yeah. So I I just thought that was like a dope thing and like even when it's animation you see like its tail is just on the ground like just moving back and mm-hmm. forth so i just like the design of that pokemon i think foxes in general are also pretty cute so i don't know i just for whatever reason just got drawn to nick it. and I, I and i like how quick it is when i first fought it it would hit me like four times with quick <laughs> attack and i'm like what's going on like why is it so fast for some reason that doesn't work when i do it but <laughs> when, the, when the game is against the game is like it's hitting me like Hella times, like this, this is super fast. What's funny about Nicket, real quick, I have a friend, um, you guys might know her too, but she is obsessed with foxes. She calls herself Foxy all the time. I know what you're talking about. And, yeah, <laughs> and her dog is actually named Snicket. <laughs> That's her, and it's not based off the Pokemon. This is like from a long time ago. Her, mm-hmm. na- her dog's name is Snicket. So when I saw that, I was like, yo, I, I, I hit her up. I was like, yo, there's a. Fox Pokemon, who's got a name really close to your dog, I'm naming it after you. You, you got to know this. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, this is perfect. I'm cosplaying it. So, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. But go ahead. What you got? Well, uh, my last you? one is um, the evolution of the starter I picked, which was Score Bunny, and that's mm-hmm. Raboot. That's how you say his name, Rab- right? That's the second one, right? It's the second one. Second of- the teenage evolution. Yeah. And we talked about him a little bit because that, I think that was the first Pokemon in my team that I had evolve. And I could not have asked for a cooler looking evolution. Like that <laughs> like he's got like a he's got like a mask over his face, but he can he can like pull it down. Like you can see his face sometimes when he like gets happy or whatever. 
And then he also has like pockets in like his two tone um, fur that makes so it look like he has a hoodie Coast. on. <laughs> right, yeah. He's from the East Coast, that's what you say. <laughs> right, for real. So, like, he just walks around with, like, his, his hands in his pockets and, like, with his mouth covered because it's cold outside. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for he's the bus. He's yeah, he's like, he's, like a, he's like a hood ninja. Like, that's what he looks like. <laughs> like, his color scheme is dope. Like, he looks really, really cool. I really like Reboot. Um, I, I, there's, a, there's an item I found that stops your Pokemon from evolving. If yeah. I really want to, because I've I've peeked at what his third evolution looks like, and I think that's also cool. But I really want a Raboot just on my team, so I don't sure. I don't I don't know if I want that thing to evolve yet. Like that's how that's how much I like his design. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely really cool, and um, the third evolution I don't like as much. Really? I don't like it as much. No, I mean I think it's but cool, that... but yeah, I think out of the three, Raboot is probably the best looking one. That... Mm-hmm. So those are my three. What do you guys got? All right. Um, okay. I'll go. My first one is... I, I gotta say, yeah, it's, it's my starter, Inteleon. Um, it's the water starter. I think he's he's super cool, super slick. I like how his fingers shoot water out like guns. So <laughs> he's like this James Bond-looking dude anyway, <laughs> and he's got a snipe shot that ignores all buffs and protection and everything it just straight through high damage um and he just looks super cool and he's got the wingsuit like like on some spy stuff so every time he comes out he just kind of flashes it down almost like batman kind of flashes (laughs) it down just gracefully sits down and he's just unbothered by everything someone be hitting him and he's just blinking slow like and (laughs) what's next and then he does that shot it's super cool so i like inteleon that's my boot that's the Uh, final evolution Yes, that's the final of Sable. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, and I, I named this. I name a lot of my Pokemon after people in my life, and I still I'm waiting on for some for y'all too. And I'm gonna show you when I get. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really taking my time with this, but when I named after uh, my homeboy Sincere, Toxicroak. Now this is the older one, but Toxicroak is super cool. It's a fighting poison like frog, and he's got like these um claws like his middle claw is a little bit um longer mm-hmm. on each hand so it kind of looks like um wolverine what are those called what's that wolverine from x-men or no it, it is a little wolverine-ish yeah it's probably the best the best um comparison so but he's got this like really cool stance and i just love that all of his punches deal poison damage and then he's got Venoshock, shock which doubles that damage after that he's got toxic which makes a super deadly poison like this dude is just piecing you up and you're dying anyway you know what i'm saying so <laughs> I, I i loved it and um lastly i had two ones for the last one because i wasn't going to include the starter at first but um eldegoss is i call her granny because this is this little tiny um grass pokemon that sh- her head looks like a, a dandelion but it looks like a little Afro puff. Steven Universe, um, if you think about uh, the mayor, um, t- Mama, what's her name? Oh, the little. Uh, the Kofi Pizza Grandma? I can't remember yes, her name. Yes, the Kofi Grandma, yeah. It, this Pokemon reminds me of her. That's funny. <laughs> and she is adorable. She heals all my team whenever we do raids and stuff like that. And it's cool. Every time she does a move, like the little like seeds from the dandelion kind of come out. Um, 
but she just looks so prim and proper and cute and she hits hard, you know? Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get to honorable mention after we're done, but yeah, I, I love, I love Elder Gods. Her name is literally granny in my, um, on my team. And, uh, yeah, granny, granny goes- goodness. <laughs> All right. Ma- well, Mama Ode. <laughs> my top three. What you got? Start with toxicity. Ooh. Is that like a poison electric monster? Poison electric one. Okay, that sounds yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's all in the name. <laughs> Look like he's playing a guitar. Let oh, really? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've yeah. seen this guy. He does. Uh, he has a move called uh, Boombox where he lets anything by him. So if you're doing double battles, be careful. Because if you do Boombox, it hits anything that's not you. Yeah, kind of oh, like wow. Wild. So it'll hurt your own yeah. team. Yes, because it's sound waves. I mean, unless they're wearing earmuffs, you know, what are you going to do? So uh, it's just really cool because it's toxic, it's poison, and it's electric. Yeah. And I've always been kind of – it's always been hard for me to find an electric Pokemon that I like. I can see to that. Me, Pikachu just never just never did it for me. You shut it's up. It's a rat. Right? It's a rat. did it for me. I think the last Pikachu time was is like, a Amber. mouse. Don't disrespect him. And for us, okay. um, but toxicity, uh, he just hits all those, all those uh, blocks, all those checks on the checks, all those boxes. I think he's just um, really good all around Pokemon. He's one of my main. Um, then I have uh, Dragon Ball. Did you say, did you say Dragon Ball? Dragon <laughs> Dragon Ball. Dragon. Okay. Paul. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> Dragon Pult. like Pult. a like a catapult. Like oh, Pult. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Dragapult. So he's a ghost and a dragon type. Oh my gosh. So someone killed a dragon. We don't know. (laughs) But uh, he's a ghost and a dragon type. And so he has a lot of good Mm -hmm. matchups. And just the way he looks. Right? So one of his signature moves is um, Dragon Dark. Mm -hmm. So his first form is called Dreepy. Little, little Dreepies. Little, Little dragon ghosts. It's so he cute. Fires those from the top of his head. <laughs> as like oh, that's why they sitting on there like yeah. that. Wait, yeah. he, he fires <laughs> other Pokemon. He fires the lower versions of him. <laughs> that is funny as hell. That's <laughs> cute. And they, it is so, so funny. And it, it's like it obviously hits twice. So it's one, and then the other one comes. Yeah, he just fires them like little rockets, and it's just so cool. They got little silos on the top of its head too, so they kind of just chill it there till he's ready to uh, shoot him, and then they just get launched out. That's, That's adorable. Yeah. Um, and then the third one is gonna be, and I had it in my head, and I just lost it. I'm gonna go with I can't think of his name, but it's a dragon and still Pokemon. Um, Lucario. No. It's a what? dragon in field. I was <laughs> going to go with Lucario, but I'm trying to go for only uh, Garo region Pokemon. Are you he talking about Duraludon? Yes. Okay. He is clean. He is super tanky oh, and hits super hard. He looks like uh, a Gundam. Yes. That's <laughs> like all that all that field. And um, I think his, his design is very cool. And it's the first... Steel Dragon Pokemon since uh, I think Palkia or something. I think it was called. Or um, I know. Yeah, Di- uh, Di- Dialga. Yes. So yeah. it's the first one since him. Um, obviously, but all without all the legendary buffs, which is pseudo legendary, and he doesn't appear very often. So he's um, he's pretty cool. Pretty yeah. Cool. That's nice. what's up. 
Anybody got honorable mentions? Uh, yeah. Um, Mr. Rhyme. Mr. Rhyme. <laughs> Mr. Rhyme. <laughs> yeah, with his top hat on. <laughs> he got a little mustache too. <laughs> and the cane. And the cane. All that right. sounds like Mr. Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I want to uh, give an honorable mention to Deli Bird. Really? Oh, okay. It's like the a delivery Pokemon. Yeah, because like he looks like Santa Claus. Pokemon. And he he carries yeah, around a little bag. Yeah, he so carries funny. around a little bag. He looks like a penguin <laughs> uh, and Santa Claus fusion. <laughs> every like every postman that I come across in the game has this Pokemon. And I'm just like, bro, don't you got work to do? Why are you fighting me? I'm like a kid on a route. Like, <laughs> and even in comps, he fight. Oh, honorable mention to Cinderus, which is the uh, ball form of Reboot. This man, so his main room is Pyro Ball. He kicks a pebble so hard that it ignites into a fireball. Wow, really? Yes. That's crazy. If you see the move, he starts to like do the little hacky sack thing with a rock, like a little ball. Yeah. And he kicks it at you. And it just turns into a fireball. And that's how hard he kicks it. That's ridiculous. That's dope. Um, my honorable mention was, and we, we, we talked about this, you know, outside of the podcast a little bit later earlier, but, um, phalanx and it's, you know, kind of a play on the word phalanx, P H A L A N X. Um, but it's the, the group Pokemon, the formation Pokemon. And, um, they look like Roman soldiers with their little um, headdress, and they got their shields, and they're in formation, and they walk in a line together. It's like six of them. I think that's just a super cool design, and I love seeing them get into different formations to do different moves. Like, they have a defensive one, and they kind of all mm. bulk up, you know, or yeah, when is, they do a tag cool. pattern. Yeah, it's like, okay, okay, I see y'all. Um, there's already, like, a lot of fan art between them and 300. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's my honorable mention as, as far as design. They're on my team right now. I, I just got them, um, and I'm trying to see. They're they're really defensive right now, so I'm going to see if I can get a little bit more power out of them. But, you know, I'm working with it. True. So, got, yeah. Got so good stuff. That's going to yeah. do it for our top three this week. Uh, remember, if you want to suggest any top threes for us or you have mm-hmm. questions in general or topics that you think you want to hear us discuss – uh, hit us up at bbet at gmail. I'm sorry, bbetgaming at gmail.com. There you go. Um, we're going to start wrapping things up. Uh, Jeff, where can people find you if they're looking for you on the internet? Oh, you can find me on Facebook at Superman Jeff 12 Plays. And you can also find me on Mixer at Superman Jeff 12. Hey. Blue, what about you? Where can people find you? It's your boy, Blue Bones, B-L-U-B, zero N-E-S. Um, you can find me on Twitter with that same handle. You can find me on Facebook with Play With Blue Bones. Um, and, of course, on Mixer, Blue Bones XB. You know what I'm saying? Wakanda Forever, of course. Um, yeah, uh, I- I'm, I'm loving everything that's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Super Smash Sunday is coming up later today. Uh, I'm excited for that, see what these people are going to uh, bring in and, and challenge us with, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah. So Sigma, where can people find you? Uh, I'm pretty much on all social media at Sigma gears nine. You can find me on mm-hmm. Facebook at Sigma and son. 
Um, and you can find the reviews that I do on escapismagazine.com as well as Escapist Magazine's YouTube channel. So definitely check that stuff out um, and put comments there that say, oh, Casey's the best reviewer. We love his work. Give him solo projects and such like that. <laughs> that really, that. really helps me out. Um, in the I'm near future, um, I might be doing, <laughs> I might be doing um, an extra live stream with Escapist. So like a lot of their yes. editors and stuff. Um, we're going to be doing like a marathon of games and whatnot. So I'll have a block at some point within the 24 hours. So I'll give more details on that as uh, they become more solidified. Because uh, the last time we were trying to do that, the whole thing kind of fell through. But hopefully we'll wanna, get that going this time. Do you want to kind of tell our, our listeners and viewers what Extra Life is? Uh, absolutely. Um, Extra Life is a charity um, where people who stream will play video games and ask viewers of their stream to donate for... Um, Extra Life, which I think is connected to children's hospitals. I'm sorry, I'm not mm-hmm. 100% sure on that. <laughs> but I do know it goes towards children. I don't know if it's like yes. children's cancer or just children's hospitals in general. But, yeah, people, uh, streamers, gamers, uh, celebrities, whatnot, whatnot, will play video games on stream for several hours, kind of marathon, usually 24 hours or so. And then people who come to watch them will donate towards that cause. So it's for a good cause. So once I do have the date solidified in stone, I will be putting that out on all social media. If there's a podcast, I'll advertise it there as well. And um, if you guys could just come through uh, to the Escapist Twitch channel, that's probably where you'll be able to find that, or the YouTube channel as well. Um, I really appreciate that support. So uh, thanks, everybody who was listening. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Blue. That's been episode 28 of BDT Gamecast. Peace. Adios.